there's a huge difference between a car you take to the track and a race car. I don't think so. I think because you're competitive against somebody else and you're trying to achieve a goal. So you have to beat somebody else. Okay. So there's levels to it and you have to play within the rules to do that. If you took that particular car that you think is just an amazing track car and go put it up against a bunch of radicals, it's going to get stomped. All right. Let's see if we can recreate the energy that we had at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. Um, we are we continuing can. an argument that We're Tim having, and I had. It wasn't an <laughs> argument. It table. was a discussion. <laughs> it was Yo. a conversation. Conversation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Differencing of opinions. Oh, gosh. It's not an argument. Although Tim you was still, on the verge of tossing the table. <laughs> and now they're almost real shit shot. because that's our oh lunch my table. Oh, gosh. Welcome back to another episode of Modify with Trick Factory Customs. If it's the first time watching, my name is Elvis. Tim. I'm Rob. Noise. And uh, on this episode, like I mentioned earlier, we are continu continuing a um, discussion that we had <laughs> uh, over the launch table, um, which was, in summary, was about building a track car or yeah, autocross, whatever type of racing or tracking that you're into. Mm. Um, I'm saying it now and like, it's like, ooh, but uh, at lunch it was a little bit different. <laughs> I was airing my opinions and Tim give, give was disagreeing with them. Yes, so the situation. Um, there is a guy, uh, Chris Ashton, I think that's his name. Yeah. He builds amazing cars. Uh, he owns the company, I guess, uh, Rush, not Russian, <laughs> Russian Ruffian. cars. Ruffian, yeah. <laughs> he owns the company Ruffi Ruffian Cars and he built amazing cars. And his latest creation, or one of his latest creations, is a Ford Galaxy. Is it a Ford Galaxy? Yes. Galaxy or a Falcon? No, it's a Galaxy. Galaxy. It's, it's a, a Ford Galaxy. Galaxy. And he completely transformed that thing. And oh my goodness, I uh, saw the Autotopia LA video that they posted on the build. We saw the car at SEMA, and yeah. it was amazing. But as much as it was, amazing to look at in person a lot of times you don't really know the amount of work someone has put into something until they tell you what it was. he wasn't around when we walked past when i walked mm -hmm. past the booth at sema but the auto in autotopia la's video you guys need to go check that out first of all it's like a very long video it's like 52 minutes long yeah they go through insane detail or depth as to what this guy did and That's a it good video. blew my mind and so um Tim and I kind of started talking about um, suspension, if it's going to be a good track car, because his initial plan or thought process was building the car for as big as it was. It's literally a boat. It's massive, but he wanted to build it as a track car or like a autocross, all of that, like a beast on track. Um, and so Tim had some uh, thoughts about that, but... <laughs> Some other thoughts that differed from mine <laughs> about that. And so before we dive into this, into that topic, um, we're just going to chat about the week. What's been happening? What's been going on? I feel like it has gotten very busy. It's always busy. <laughs> I know, yeah. no, but it's just, it's more apparent because of the amount of things that are... I think more are, things are starting to come to completion, mm -hmm. so it seems a lot crazier. Mm -hmm. But I think the RSR is done. It's been painted. We're in assembly on that. Uh, the 240 that's been kicking around here forever. Yeah. We got into that. Mm -hmm. So we're prepping the engine bay to get the motor back in it. I think they should be spraying it next week. 
Noise. They did the big smoothie smoothie show car in Jamay. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Um, G wagons are back from the yeah. rally, so we got a bunch of stuff to do to those. We want some lights and a few other little things. It's just like a continuation, continuation more than anything. Yeah, yeah. it mm-hmm. actually performed flawlessly. Pretty awesome, mm-hmm. as say. per the words of the owner. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it was voted G wagon of the year by Ooh, the rally. So that's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool, and I'm really happy for that for that client. If yeah. you don't know what it is, before we dive into more more about it, short wheelbase G500 G500 G wagon on portal axles on portal axles that we outfitted for. Going on yeah, a yeah, like G wagon rally, zombie apocalypse vehicle. It so, looks so it's, sick. It's really, really nice. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically what we've been doing. And then now, Rob's been doing more Skylark stuff. Mm-hmm. What else mm-hmm. we got going on? I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. Roaster shop chassis Skylark with a fifteen hundred yep. horsepower. Yeah. In uh, if motor. you're just listening, you hit up our our Trick Factory Customs YouTube channel, and you'll see more on that. We we cover it. It's it's an ongoing long term project. It's major. Uh, right now, I'm working on the rad support area, finalizing the upper shape of that. I have some heat exchangers on the way that are going to be required for finishing off the bottom side of that. And new headlights. We're going bigger diameter. It, it's it's a long go ongoing List. project and mm-hmm. it's pretty radical so check that out yeah that um, we don't actually get enough love on youtube for that but you know it is what it is we're building it for ourselves and for the client so yeah enjoy the enjoy the ride if you're if you're along for it yeah speaking of other project cars the porsche the rsr that paint job looks amazing. Mm. It, it was it's interesting because it was without paint for so long, not so long, but it was they were doing so much body work to that thing, making it look perfect and smoothing it out and all of that stuff. And they didn't even do as much because there, there were steel fenders, right? It was yeah. a regular 911. Yeah, got the steel wide button, uh, steel RSR conversion flares, and then welded on and all that. But it had been in. Uh, primer and all that like after I did all the body work put it in pr- and, uh, primer looking at that color in the sunlight oh my gosh so the colors guard red it's a very classic iconic classic Porsche it's super super nice and like Elvis Elvis we were touching on it's like steel wide body flares um, fiberglass RSR front and rear bumpers it's kind of like a partial back date so the car itself is a 79 it's a 911 SC and it did a partial back date on it so it still has the short hood didn't go f- all in on the back date but uh yeah it's a really really nice car and it kind of sat like you said in primer for a long 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 time because someone else is doing the engine mm-hmm. and all the suspension and everything that's all being sort of acquired in the background out of our hands so we just left it in primer so it's not just sitting around in final paint yep. potentially getting dinged or or whatever while that other stuff is happening so that stuff's uh kind of queuing up for final completion so the car's in guards red paint now and it looks so good so nice it's dramatic because we paint everything black yeah <laughs> yeah you know so more often that than not true. we're doing neutral that colors is true and yeah like, it's just so doing, like silvers blacks white mm-hmm. so having something that red is Oof. yeah i know i know like brett the painter like he was talking about he's just like oh man it's just so nice to paint something so bold so like just <laughs> bam it, like it just, just pops mm-hmm. like it's 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 really nice i mean any porsche fan out there that's 
they know guards red. red. It's it's a, so it's nice. the it's the go to. It's got gold BBS wheels on it. It's the classic combination that you can never ever go wrong with. Yeah. Looks so, so anyways, yeah, that's happening. Yeah. We got a lot of things sort of t- finalizing right now. Yeah. Noise, noise, noise. New Euroho video just went out in the snowstorm. We did some donuts <laughs> and that was a good yeah, time. That was so fun. <clears throat> and so check it out if you haven't. And uh, with that said, we're going to dive right in. So, brace yourself. Ford Galaxy built by Ruffian Cars. Actually, before we dive into this car in specifics, mm-hmm. I just, you guys have seen other of his builds, right? Yeah. <sighs> thoughts. Yeah, what I are your thoughts? His stuff is amazing. Like, his style is so cool. Yeah. He's got a really cool eye for for builds. I never saw the, so he did a GT40. I mm-hmm. never saw that one in person. Um, but I did see the green, it is like a Mach Mustang. 1 or what Mustang. Is it? Mustang. Yes. Yeah, it's a really, really nice car. It was actually at SEMA 2019 oh, okay. in the Toyo Tread Pass. Yeah, across when the, the Evil Evo was there. So cool. So I got a chance to like really, really dig in and like just drool over it for hours. Uh, really, really cool car. The guy's got a cool, he's got a cool vision for cars. Yeah. yeah. Used to, his sorry. aesthetic is very cool. <clears throat> yeah, he used to be a game designer. All performance or. Mm-hmm techie stuff it's like it's the whole romantic picture yeah yeah it's very cool so sick um so i guess from what i understand this this galaxy is kind of like a an amalgamation of of all of his experience um putting together a car and sort of like you know reimagining what a car actually is and this one right here dude it's pretty crazy man it's a nice it's a nice build so and, and and like you were touching on at the beginning, it's more than skin deep. You need to like really dig in on it. Um, I'm a super nerd, dude. So like <laughs> I, I'm like I'm geeking out. This thing is cool. Yeah. Well, when I saw the video, I was like, "Yo, Rob is gonna love this thing." And so I recommended it to you. Have you seen the video yet? Not that particular one. But Come I on, seen it, but man. It's you had all time, week man. to watch this thing. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Oh, but yes, it's so much like so much thought and stuff put into it. Again, if you want to watch the full video, go check out the Autotopia. I think that is the most people. A lot of people have made videos about it, but the Autotopia LA video is the most comprehensive that he goes every he goes into detail. They show pictures of behind the build um, and something. Again, this guy did not pay us. Like, I don't know this guy in person, but we saw him at the Roadster Shop party. Right. Yeah. The after, yeah, party. The after party. And I think did he he won like an award he or something won an award for but yeah the car's not on a roaster shop chat no i know carries, which is pretty cool yeah carries even yeah, more yeah. value so yeah yeah no it's pretty cool pretty insane i'd actually really like to talk to this guy in person yeah yeah he seems like he would be pretty like and i feel like he still loves to learn too because like in the video like he talks of how he didn't know how to he wasn't sure he was not an expert at doing any of this because he doesn't even come from the car world but even though this is his fourth car that he's building yeah and going into all the details and having people help him and learning through the whole process so yeah cool. i admire the yeah, fact i admire the okay okay let's put a little backstory to yeah this. yeah these people are not all helping him for free there's definite motivation no obviously there. yeah so he's in a very unique situation mm-hmm so I mean, there's a little bit of a backstory, and obviously, passion and payment goes a long way. <laughs> His learning curve is not the same as the rest of ours. Mm-hmm. Like he has the means in which to make this stuff happen. Yeah. See, I like I was gonna say, like I admire the fact that he's smart enough to 
uh, bring people Get aboard right people. Mm-hmm. on his vision that are the right people. Yes. Yes. So he That's, he employs talented fabricators, visionaries, talented engineers to do all these things and bring his his idea to life and sort of guide the choices along the way. Yeah. So it's that's really, that's, cool. that's the admirable thing yeah. that I really like. The fact that he recognizes that there's the right people for the right job is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Um, but he mentioned in his video that, uh, like some of the things he mentioned was the reason or why he was building this car or what he was building the car for was kind of like for to be a track car, sort of like autocross. He does a lot of autocross and some of his other cars. And he's talked about how there's different cars for different purposes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and in this whole, uh, what's it called, video, like they talked about the suspension, doing all of these things and the chassis and all of these. Um, but you don't think it's going to be a good track car? I think it'll probably be a great track car. So what was your so argument? Our then? argument is yes. that it's not a good race car. Mm. So it's probably a tremendously fun car to take to the track but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be competitive in a race car sense so as a car to take to the track it's probably tremendous you'll probably have tons of fun with it and just because you've applied a bunch of these principles to this platform doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work great it's kind of like the push rod suspension on that goofy hummer just because it's there doesn't necessarily mean it works good in that platform so the association to push rod suspension is F1. Mm-hmm. You put F1 suspension in a 6x6 Hummer, it's not going to work. How do you know it's not going to work? It, because you have to think about physics and There's weight distribution and overall mass of a vehicle. Yes. Like here, here's the, the, so at lunch we were arguing about, and essentially it boils down to the definition of a race car and like Elvis... You, you're like, if you take your it to ba- a track, your basic not definition a of race car, race car <laughs> is what it is. A Tim has car. a different definition of mm-hmm. race car, and that's where you guys so were track a clashing. Car is a track car. You can take a car to the track, and if you want to use that car at the track for your own purpose, you can call it your track car. But it's not a race car because as soon what as what is the difference. Lot, uh, there's a huge difference between a car you take to the track and a race car. I don't think so. I think because you're competitive against somebody else and you're trying to achieve a goal. So you have to beat somebody else. Okay. So there's levels to it and you have to play within the rules to do that. If you took that particular car that you think is just an amazing track car and go put it up against a bunch of radicals, it's going to get shit stomped. It's going to literally get decimated. And then if you want to start adding in like, okay, well, Radical only has 200 horsepower, so let's give a Radical 600 horsepower to make it fair. Mm-hmm. It's going to de- destroy it. Like, I'm willing to put money on it. Think about what makes a great race car, okay? Define yeah. that. They, uh, lightweight. The dynamics. Lightweight. Yeah, lightweight. Aerodynamic. Mm-hmm. Okay? Those are two very, very, very important Defining, you have a, you have defining a steel body things. car on yeah. a steel chassis. Mm-hmm. Already, you're at a disadvantage to any unibody car because now you've combined those two things and you take it to another level and you go tube chassis and composite panels. You got a thousand pounds on you already, mm-hmm. if not more. So, what I'll say about uh, Chris Alston's 
beautiful Ford Galaxy race car first build is that he has an amazing chassis. Absolutely phenomenal chassis. And because I watched this video and I never would have known, but he put a lot of effort into thinking about how air can go into engine bay and exit the engine bay and do all these things. That's super, super important. So he's, he's checking boxes. His, his whole thing was, this is race car first, street car second. Okay. So every aspect of the build was that. Mm -hmm. And so he's, he's checking those boxes. He's, he's the air is going in, it's, it's leaving. Everything is going good. Suspension geometry, everything is great, but it's also a 4,000 pound car. True. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's a 4,000 <laughs> pound car, but it's, and, and, and to sort of compound the issue why it's not a great race car is because it's also shaped like a brick. A Ford Galaxy is not a slippery car mm -hmm. as far as aerodynamics are concerned. He did a tremendous job in converting a Ford Galaxy into probably the fastest probably one in the world. the best version of a Ford Galaxy race car, quotations, race car that it could possibly ever be. Hands down, no argument. You cannot, cannot deny the fact that that is that. Mm -hmm. Does not mean it's a great race car. Because if you put it up against something else mm -hmm. that is, say, comparable horsepower, weight, you know, all of these things, it probably isn't going to do well. Against it, a car will, with similar weight? Maybe not. Well, that's well, when, because, 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 because part it. of the equation is, say, aerodynamics and these, and the four galaxies, not good for that. Like, yeah, he, his inspiration was, you know, if, if I remember correctly in the video, he was talking about how he saw galaxies competing at the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Yeah. And you could see these cars sliding around and it was really, really cool. It's a very romantic looking thing, mm -hmm. you know, competing against British cars that are Jag a, a Mark third the size. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's really, really cool. So that inspired him to do, doesn't mean it's great. Doesn't mean it's going to be very good. But you cannot deny the fact that if he did take it out on a track, he would have the time of his life. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, and really, at the end of the day, at the end of the build, that's all that matters. If he built it race car first, it should perform reasonably well on the track. It's got the right chassis. It's got massive tires, 335s all the way around on sticky modern spec tires. That's amazing. It's going to be the best Ford Galaxy that probably ever existed. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's a great race car though. Yeah. So what, so like back to your question of what makes a great race car. So you said weight. Mm -hmm. Weight, power to weight, mm -hmm. aerodynamics. Mm -hmm. And then beyond that is your ability to tune this thing to go fast. Mm -hmm. So does it, it probably has all those things, mm -hmm. but you put it up against a similar weight, power to weight ratio, but a slippier body, then you have an, you immediately have an advantage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and another it. thing but that, that's in a race car, <clears throat> as a track car, you don't need to worry about any of those things. If it's, if your definition of a track car is a car that you take to the track, yeah. then it's probably, like he says, the best galaxy track car on the whole planet. So mm -hmm. here's another thing. There's like, no I, denying that. I remember him talking about like, so Chris Olsen was talking about how this was going to be his, his uh, car built for 
big tracks, long tracks, you know, like actual road course racing, not autocross, right? Because like there's big a, straightaways. There, there's, yeah. a, there's a huge, huge difference in an autocross car and a big track, high speed kind of car. So this car, he was working towards creating this one, the best version of a long track, high speed car. Yeah, because so, you're never going to put it up against a Miata on the autocrash. <laughs> you start throwing 4,000 pounds around, it's keeping it straight is going to be a challenge. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but autocrossing is a form of racing, right? If you say this is going to be an amazing race car, if you throw it up against something like that, you're never going to win that race. Like you can but watch I mean, videos it's, it's all a day completely different it. world. And so this is where like the argument, you know, you can, you can dispute this all you day long. Choose your weapon for your battle. So yeah, do right. you think your Evo is a good race car? No, <laughs> absolutely not. I wouldn't even Why? Pretend. It has the power, it's over a thousand horsepower. It's, it's overpowered. What else? You you took the chassis from, what is in the chassis? Oh, we you have, have SL suspension in that like, thing. Yeah, so it has good suspension, but not on a level of, you know, you can sky's the limit. Mm -hmm. You could go put Olins in it, tunable suspension, all these different things. Like, but it still wouldn't. It would be overpowered. Like, if it, the first thing that I could do to make that a good track car is take that motor out, put a motor with half the horsepower and half the weight in it. I I don't think so, 100%. man. Like, otherwise, it's the same thing. It's a, a long track car. Because yeah. where am I going to make up my deficiencies? Mm -hmm. Back straight, where I have all the power in the world, and then I'm playing catch up. 90% of the time using power rather than using all the other advantages, aerodynamics, weight, and then it's just, yeah, the thing's a monster. It's no good for that. Like, if I tried to autocross that thing in a parking lot, I'd get, <laughs> it would be embarrassing. It would literally be embarrassing. It'd yeah. be pretty it'd just fucking be, fun to watch, though. It'd be fun to watch because it would just be all <laughs> tires terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see Alex and his Miata be like, me, 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 me. like, oh, I got smoked by a yeah. Miata. But if we go long course, mm -hmm. I would decimate him. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like toys. It'd yeah. Just, that would be very interesting to see because mm -hmm. even at the, like every time I've been to the track, like the Miatas are always, most of the times, faster than everything Everybody else. Everybody else. Yeah. That's, it's, that's, yeah, it is. Uh, See, lightweight. It, it's lighter on everything. Everything breaks. You name it. But I also feel like your car. I think it'll be better than you think at a racetrack because if you can nail the tune, like for when boost to kick in and all of these things, and what if you're doing also boost by gear, all of these mm -hmm. things. If you have traction control, all of these aids, which you intend to put with the new ECU you're putting in. Yeah. It is going to be a I fantastic don't think it's track be a car. Bad one, but if I was to put it up something comparable, I don't think it would be great. <sighs> I think it'll be. I think you're just underplaying. The no, if I take it to a track, <laughs> it's going to be an awesome track car. But it's not a legitimate race car. It's going to be an awesome track car in the definition and for himself. Mm. For you know, my like you'll be like, this car. is the funnest thing I've ever done. That makes it an awesome track car. It could be a bone stock Mazda Miata and still be an and awesome track it, car. And I take it out there and some guy in a GT3 RS shows up. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's over. And even though you have yeah. two or three times his power. Yeah, I, still would, I wouldn't even be close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So race car, track car, difference. There's a there's a there's a definition of. I did not know there was a difference until today. So well, yeah, think about it because there's different racing bodies that you build cars for. There's 
racing is defined in many different ways, Mm -hmm. you know, but like usually like you're racing against somebody else. So if you were racing, if, if I gave you the mandate for whatever our particular series is, is like a weight class, 3,500 to 4,000 pounds, horsepower rating, 650 to 850 pounds, blah, 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 blah. Would you still choose that galaxy? No, 100% you would not. (laughs) No, you would go for something that checked more boxes, Aerodyne. Like you, you'd want something with a Camaro, small frontal Corvette, area. Any yeah. of those cars would be before you chose that car. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You'd want something that had like you know a small frontal area, so you're, you're less drag. You know, you'd want something that had like you know a, a as close to the perfect ideal weight distribution. You'd want something that came from the factory with as close to the horsepower number that the maximum you know, regulatory body fucking rules say that you're allowed to have. Like I'm, I'm pulling information out of like say GT3, like 500 horsepower. If you can get them, if you can get a car that has 500 horsepower from the factory OEM, that's a great one because it's probably, you know, not going to be revving that it's not going to be overly taxed and serviceability and cost of fucking, you know, racing and, and use is going to be lower, right? You choose your weapon for your battle. Hmm. The Galaxy is not a very good weapon to choose for a battle. It's not a very aerodynamic car, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that Chris Alston created the, the baddest, baddest ass fucking Ford Galaxy, Galaxy that race exists. Car in the planet. Yeah, so, so to make the minus aerodynamics, because I feel like he nailed everything no. else, apart from weight too, I guess. So you're removing all the racing principles. No, from the no, 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 no. So no, my thought process is, if he was to make all of those steel body panels like carbon fiber, if he could drop still, the weight on the car, it would, it would be better. You can't deny the fact that it would be a oh, better yeah. race car. It would be better, but it's still the shape of it is not conducive to going fast. Mm. Yeah, I wonder what the coefficient of drag on that thing is. It could be a weird one, like my 190. Who knows? When it's like I might be wrong. I might be <laughs> yeah. coming back to yeah. apologize. We're, we're, ca- we're kind of just speculating, we're speculating here, right? Like we're theorizing on, on what we think. Mm-hmm. Like my 190 has like one of the lowest drag coefficients of any car out there, and it mm-hmm. looks like like a brick almost. Like a brick. <laughs> yeah. It looks like the most basic commuter car in the world. But some why I don't know why because I'm not a scientist. The thing is slick as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong and I'll have yeah. to come back, but I'm going to check the drag coefficient Ooh, of a galaxy. Of a galaxy. I'm going to guess it's point, point, I don't know, three, five. No, no, maybe that's too much. Maybe that, no, 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 that's no, too that's much. that's really low. That's too much. Point four, two. Let's do point four, two. If they even measured it, do they, me- did they measure they it back in the day? Somebody probably did. <laughs> First, I got to figure out how to spell coefficient. C-O-E-F-F-I-C-I-E-N-T. Holy, look at this guy. Okay, let's establish what a good drag coefficient is first. Like 0.31, I think. 0.25 to 0.3. Oh, okay. So I remember like watching that video. They were talking about how he has like, you know, hood vents and stuff in Mm -hmm. his car. And they're, they're super stylized, very, very you know, radical looking. And he was talking about how those vents exist in there to help, you know, Push take hot air out of the mm-hmm. engine bay. And that 100% makes sense. It's super well thought out in that respect. And then he has like filler panels that are solid 
to go into those spaces. Yes, in case for of high speed, high speed tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, what you, um, to sixty nine. Sorry. To uh, you know. Uh, bring the 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 drag drag down down. Mm -hmm. so i mean this is a really well thought out car you know he he clearly used the experience and knowledge of a very very well established race car building guy you know i I forget the guy's name he he did talk about him Mm -hmm. gave a shout out and uh it's a gotta it's gotta be easily like the the coolest galaxy yeah so sick i love it it's awesome it's awesome you kind of like for me for me visually like when you look at like the front splitter and you see all the splitter rods and everything um it looks a little bit kind of tacky on that level Mm. but that's just a visual thing he actually uses the correct kind of splitter rods and everything for it too like the ones that bounce like rebound into it they're soft enough that they will allow compression Mm -hmm. when the splitter touches down and that's a really well thought out thing and a lot of people out there in the world get wrong usually people put like hard rigid splitter rods in there and like me you know then you break then you break things right because yeah. your splitter is going to touch down mm-hmm. um if you have a well well designed splitter you're making enough downforce it's going to touch down mm-hmm. um at speed yeah it's part of uh yeah part of part of having a well set up i noticed mine from because when it's my Datsun, but initially i had these uh harbor freight rods mm-hmm. in there it was pretty sick, actually. It worked better than I thought. They were like turn turnbuckles. Is that what they call them? Yeah. Yeah. I had these turnbuckles from Harbor Freight and I put it on my wood splitter. But I would notice that the places where they were hitting on the wood, I didn't use a very strong wood the first time. Mm-hmm. And so you could almost see they were indented or pressed in. It was no longer as level. Yeah, because <laughs> it was either a compressing the wood. Yeah you know, when it's under downforce or it's compressing it, you know, when it hits the ground. So the area in the plywood was probably soft yeah. and getting, <laughs> getting worked yes. and becoming soft and broken. So, and, yeah, I just thought yeah. it was interesting. I was like, oh, shoot. See, had okay. you had splitter rods in there that would allow for compression. Yes, that would not happen. <laughs> okay, do we want to know? Galaxy, yes. Okay, your average, which we established, SUV, <clears throat> mm-hmm. which tends to be boxy looking, is 0.25 to 0.3. That's still pretty crazy. But the 64 Galaxy is 0. 0.55. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty substantial. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so, insane. It's not the slick. Not good. No. What is your M1, your no, M113, 190, your 190 coefficient of drag? Mm-hmm. You know, a, a really excellent one is a Porsche. Yeah? Yeah. They Even make, the classic ones or the new ones? No, like 996, 997, the newer generations, they started getting more and more. But uh, very, very slippery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very good to know. I didn't, I didn't, I mean, it makes sense considering the styling of them. They just look very, very well, aerodynamic. Well, it's not even in the same sort of game. I mean, we're can't compare it to a Ford Galaxy. No. <laughs> it has a rear engine. They're able to make it thinner in the front. But yeah. Just saying, like they, um, they're very well, in, well, well engineered. That's yeah, the pretty Evo cool. Evo two had a drag coefficient of 0.29. Oh my gosh! 0.29. So to give you comparison of the same era, the Ferrari F forty had a drag coefficient of 0.34. That is mind blowing. That is just crazy. And if you think about, like, just try to visualize what the front end of an F forty looks like. It's very thin. Mm-hmm. It's it's mid engine, so oh, it looks like it'd be yeah more air through the air really dynamic. well, right? Yeah. So it's got a higher coefficient of drag than an 
you know, 190E. That's insane for me. Which isn't even in the same game as far as like what it was engineered for. Yeah. That's the Evo 2, though. Yeah. Okay. So the standard one was 0.33, which is still, still good than the F40. Mm-hmm. That's pretty wild to imagine. Yeah, the F40 literally looks like it was meant for like air to pass through it or go go yeah, over it yeah. like I mean, in the cleanest so way possible. So 190 is a front engine rear drive car. F40 is a, you know, mid rear. It's it's entirely different and it's pretty amazing. So Mercedes, they really they hit the nail on mm-hmm. the head with that one. They fucking had it dialed. I'm that's also a, it's a it's a great car and I think that's why the values of those cars are going up too. Mm-hmm. People are starting to really realize they're great cars. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, there was also something I just point, I just thought about. I was like, oh, maybe the reason why the 190 is more is more the coefficient of drag is lower is could it be because of the engine, the location of the engine to play into part of it? I don't know because no 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 no. If you, no, 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 if you have a front engine, engine, now thinking about it, like I'm like, if no. you reversed it, it would be like the F40 where you would assume with the low front frontal space mm-hmm. and the engine in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes more sense, mm-hmm. but we've learned it over with actual science and wind tunnel testing, all the stuff that we thought was slick and fast isn't. Mm-hmm. It's like the Countach is horrible. So bad. <laughs> so it bad. does not look aerodynamic. Yeah, <laughs> it just like looks, it looks like, like it should be, but it's like one of the worst cars that like there's minivans that are slicker than the Countach. <laughs> <Like it's, laughs> yeah. So. so we've defined what a track car or race car is versus, versus track car versus race car. Yes, okay. vastly different. Cool. So, like, in your mind, how does how how does that start to to uh, how do your gears, your mental gears, start churning with this think this thought? Mm, I don't know. It's just I've, I'm like, oh, does yeah. That start, does it start it, to sort of make sense a little bit? Like, why the argument began and but where did this where progress are we now? To? Where did it progress to? How yeah, so? the conversation. What did what did we come up with? You almost flipping a table. <laughs> yeah, that, that almost happened. No, 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 no. like. I think that we should start a race series of perceived race cars. Yeah. Just influencers. That would be amazing. If you want to see that, let us yeah, know. Yeah, we can put that Galaxy up against the Evil Evo. We can get a bunch of them out there. That but, would be pretty. I don't think anyone wow. does that yet. I know Cletus McFarlane does the one with all the same car, like I the Crown Vicks. Just yeah. to see how actually shitty most of these cars would yeah, be. Yeah, 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 yeah. In <laughs> comparison, like, say you took... I don't know if we need to go GT3 RS. Maybe we could just go stock like Porsche 911, like 992 oh my to gosh. set a track time and then take all of our perceived race Project cars, cars out there that we've built that we think are awesome and see how awesome they actually are. That would be amazing because even in the world of YouTube, I feel like there's people that claim uh, their cars make a thousand, two thousand, mm-hmm. three thousand horsepower. That would be a really fun yeah, way to. <laughs> Because I think to like what the perception of what my car was and the aesthetic I built it to is like the Hot Wheels thing. Yep. When uh, the Stig was one of the guys and he's like, okay, these are all cool, but I want to drive this one. Yeah. Like, yes. That would be pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then have somebody that can actually drive it because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the fastest guy out there to have somebody that can actually drive. And then so it'd be cool to set your time mm-hmm. against that time and then have someone that can actually drive and give you a proper critique of what your car is mm. like that guy's experienced everything in the world He'd come back and be like this thing is a horrible piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. because based on like that guy's perception when he does his everybody's car is a piece of shit who matt farah yeah really yeah i don't think i've ever had one heard one good review other than some like 
not no. gobbling review of like you know a singer or like that's like when he did the one takes or what like back in the day like pretty much no. every car he drove was horrible no that is yeah. a lot that no is not man lot. that is Listen not to him true now. every single car he drives is a piece of shit unless it's like some million dollar thing no 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 i remember that there was a jag that he really liked it was an ls3 swapped jag xj or x type i forgot what it was mm -hmm. but I'll try to Maybe pull the video up. Maybe it's before he got pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> and he loved that car. It was freaking sick, according to him. Did so, you see the Jag on Autotopia? What Jag? They just did one. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to go watch it's it after like this. It's got like a big block in it. Oh, oh no, I haven't God. seen that one. Yeah, oh, I'm so excited. It's pretty funny because it's like an Italian gentleman. Oh, shoot. Okay. Like, Are you ready? <laughs> and it's like, come on, man. This guy's experienced the best of the best. And it's just a Jag with a big block. And he's just, it's funny. You got to watch it. Has it has a big block, what, Chevy? Yeah. Oh, that is amazing. Is it the same type of Jag that I have? Like, it's like a two-door XJS, I think. Oh, shoot. What? Oh, I'm going to go watch this right now. Oh, that would be sick. Give me more bad ideas for all yeah, my Jag, yeah, all my Jags. I've got enough bad ideas already. Yes. Oh, I, ooh, I was just saying, so we might also talk about it in the next episode, but a friend of mine offered me, I think I told, talked to you guys before, but it was like an Aston DB9. Yeah, convertible. Um, gotta, if, if you happen to acquire this vehicle, <laughs> you need to put something properly nasty under the hood. I know. So we're going to discuss that like probably a, in next week's like episodes. Like a voodoo engine oh, or so like sick. a coyote or something Ooh. that actually rips. Yes. Because that's like one of the most beautiful cars in my opinion. It is so sick. So if you don't do it right, I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty upset with Yes, you. I have more updates on that. We'll talk about this after. So that might be next week's episode. It's talking about uh, what to do with this potential Aston Martin D Aston Martin DB9. I was in a junkyard in Phoenix looking for 190 parts and there was one there but unfortunately it looked like a tree or something that fell on it. Like, oh I should drag that home. I got a trailer here. <laughs> I know you should have come on. But I dug deep and it's it's like basically my the whole thing that stopped me is Rob. Oh thank, like, thank you so much. Because I was like if I pull in with the truck and trailer and I got this on the back, he's like you <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the fucking table. Take the flip. tents, flip the table up. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, man. Rob I, is the voice of reason. I, I love Aston Martin. It's it's gotta be probably up there in my favorite styled cars the of all are junk time. And the motors are junk. We'll talk about it next week. Let's <laughs> save this for next week's topic because it's gonna be. I think it'll be very fascinating <laughs> talking about Aston's. Actually, maybe we just do British cars. Do they suck? Yeah, they are suck. they terrible? Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't give, don't give them. Why hints. don't you guys comment exactly and let us know if that's something you want to hear us dumbasses talk about? Yes, we've experienced a lot of British cars, and they no, 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 <laughs> that's oh, not oh. true. Cut. You want to save that? <laughs> okay, Next we'll week we're going to talk about it. We will see you guys later. Bye. <laughs>